in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello and welcome, everybody, to this brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost, and we have another special edition, uh, like we did a couple of weeks ago, where we have a guest on Topic Thunder. It is the gentleman that helped us just beautifully pull off the golden ticket, and a man that is near and dear to both of our hearts. Agreed. An essential Uh, part of the golden ticket. He was our Where is Waldo of the golden ticket run, and uh, through a whole new subplot that we didn't plan or see coming, but it was a lot of fun and a guy who radiates a lot of good energy. So we're excited to bring him on to the show to see what his answer are his answers are to some of your poignant, uh, 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 incisive, and intelligent questions. We shall see. So without further ado, let's bring him on, Blair Simpson. It. There he well, is. What an intro for me. Thank you guys. <laughs> Happy to do it, man. Amazing. Happy to do it. Uh, yeah, how you been? been? Good. It's been a couple of weeks. So I kind of had to lay low after that live show. People <laughs> trying to get onto me, governments, ex-girlfriends. Oh, I had to evade them for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so it's one of those things the NSA that's trying to get a hold of you right now on their map. It keeps moving wherever your router says it's being redirected from. Yeah, they, they were starting to catch on. So I had to lay low for a couple of weeks but i'm back now so I'm happy <laughs> that's to be good here. that's good well what's your what's your feeling being a part of this whole thing you know matt and i we didn't know what it was going to be the golden ticket and uh having you be such an integral part of it we just had colson on as matt mentioned a few weeks a couple of weeks ago so what does it feel now like looking back how was the experience hanging out with us and then doing the show and meeting all the great fans uh, and patrons of the top 10 uh it was amazing um it's why I look forward to every week during like COVID and lockdown and all that. So no, oh, nice. It was a nice little break, and I wasn't working at the time, so like I had free time to do all this stuff and love doing it for you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you were your organization helped immeasurably, so <laughs> yeah. we can't thank you enough. Uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, uh, are you okay with saying what part of the country you're in right now? Or are we still? <laughs> I mean, you say you got it squared, you know, away, but I don't know exactly what that means. Yeah, I can almost stop running. I'm on the West Coast of the United States. Oh, good, good, good. There's no more. Yeah, geographically narrows you down to a thousand (laughs) miles of coastline. Beautiful. Right, right. Beautiful. And and he can't go much farther or else he goes to the water. So we'll see what happens uh, if they can pin him down and find him there. Uh, But you guys know the show. The show is you all, patrons, $5 and above, sending in questions, sending in thoughts, comments, whatever for us to respond to. We don't read them ahead of time, so nope. they're always a surprise uh, for us to read, and it's part of the joy of the show. Uh, Matt, uh, I think you start us off, uh, so and let's do it. As per Blair's request off oh, yeah. air, if we hit a basketball one, we're just going to save that to next week. So it'll be, yeah. hopefully it's like a general basketball question. I mean, I can try to answer it and like make us stuff up, but... Uh, <laughs> well, it's your call. Uh, but we can also... Not- 
we can save it. All right. So our first one is from uh, Michael D. Hello. And I think this is Michael D. Dyke. Uh, it says, hello, Matt and John. Greetings from Akron. Hello. I have a couple questions. Number one, what upcoming or past movies that had a huge buildup and in your opinion, they were just disappointing or okay? A few of mine were Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, like most everyone, and Tenet. Do we want to stop there? He's got one more question. We can get to that one, I guess, after we answer this. Okay. All right. What Uh, upcoming or past movies that had a huge buildup were just disappointing or okay? Okay. Yeah. In your opinion. Uh, Player, you got any that jumped to mind immediately? Um, I mean, I was super excited for Zoolander 2, but that movie wasn't okay. It was just terrible. Okay. Like it totally like I thought it was shit and terrible and worst movie ever compared to the first one. So I think that's one for me. Yeah, I uh, never had the connection to Zoolander, but some people love it. I, I, I love the first one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I've got friends that are like, oh, it's great. This scene and this scene. I'm like, man, it did not spark that in me. Yeah, yeah like, I, I put that in the box with uh, Zoolander Step Brothers to me. I just don't get Step Brothers. Oh, Step Brothers to me see, makes all the sense in the world. I don't yeah, get Step it at Brothers all. Yeah, I know. Comedy is so subjective sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also like Ben Stiller to me is uh, hit and miss. When I like him, I mm. like him a lot. And other times I'm like, nah, not my cup of tea. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I think for me, just because I'm, we're about to re-explore it uh, ourselves on the Cinephiles, I think Godfather Part 3. Uh, I think that is a film that I was looking forward to. The trailers were exceptional. I was like, oh, my God, it's Coppola coming back to what he does best. Uh, And it's at that time in the 90s where you're, like, remembering how great he was. We were as a culture kind of moving past the stuff he did in the 80s and, like, excited for it. And then it comes out and you're like, what happened? All the way from top to bottom. Uh, there are some good scenes in the movie, and I'm I'm still watching the coda to see the compare the difference. But like Sofia Coppola, sadly, just just one of the worst parts of the movie. Unfortunately, certainly a stellar director, but it kills the movie overall. And so I just remember being really disappointed walking out of the theater. Um, what about you? Yeah, I would say let's let's do this. I was jacked for Pacific Rim. <laughs> Just it's the dumb premise that looks you got it in the right hands. You could really pull this off. And I didn't care for about half the movie. Yeah. Anything with Charlie Hunnam and that Asian actress. I just thought they had no chemistry. I don't buy this storyline. And that you're yeah. spending a lot of time doing this. Uh let's see. Godzilla, I was disappointed by. The Matthew Broderick one or the one most No, recent? no, no. The Matthew Broderick one looked dumb and yeah. it was terrible yeah, just yeah, all yeah. of them are bad God, that, that first one man the, <laughs> the trailer looks so good and i was like i'm hyped for this and then i yeah. saw it and i you know i'm in the minority i didn't enjoy it um, yeah yeah you got another one blair uh just going off the godzilla i think the new godzilla kong movies just sound be okay mm. that everyone's building <laughs> up I, just, I know the I'm trailer's like, like lying to me again <laughs> They've done it every time and be like, all right, this King of the Monsters show and promise. And then I go see it. I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just weird when a movie does that. Because you're not yeah. building outside expectations of, oh, it's going to be The Godfather 2. It's just like this. This seems like a slam dunk. Everybody seems like they know what they're they're getting into and going to deliver. Right. And then the end product is like, I don't know what movie you guys thought you were making. I think Batman and Robin is another one that comes up in my mind because I mean, at the time, Batman Forever, like I liked that movie. It is, it does not hold up now, but like I liked it at the time. I bought the soundtrack. I thought it was great. So 
Kilmer stepping away, I was sad about that because I loved him uh, uh, as an actor. But Clooney, this is when Clooney is coming out of ER. He has had all, he's got all this thing behind him. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. He's good looking. This is a great Bruce Wayne. This is the Bruce Wayne I saw in the comics. Michael Keaton is handsome, but he ain't Bruce Wayne. Like, that's George Clooney. So I thought, oh, this is perfect. And then you watch, and you got Chris O'Donnell, who had enjoyed off Scent of a Woman, Alicia Silverstone, of all those Aerosmith movies and Clueless. So you think this is a great combination, and what a debacle. And Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman, you're like, oh, this is going to be great tongue-in-cheek fun. And yeah. you're just like, this is horrific from yeah, the trailer. To the Ooh. trailer looked bad. I remember really? the trailer. Oh, like, okay. oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Everybody chill. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, initially I thought Dark Knight Returns, but there are still moments in that movie that I genuinely like a lot. Mm. You mean uh, Rises? Do you mean or Rises? Or? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, the opening plane scene is yeah magnificent. It is yeah. magnificent, and some of uh, some of the Bane stuff I think is great as a tete a tete with Batman. It just it, yeah. there are other aspects of it, but I think overall it succeeds more than what he's bringing up. Mm. Although Tenet, I didn't think was terrible. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I like Tenet a lot. So really, patron okay. on that. I wow. I really enjoyed myself. Okay, wow. I found it. it interesting. I don't know that I'm gonna go back and watch it again anytime soon, but it was at least intriguing. You have to watch it a second time. It's Nolan. Like, you don't after watching it a second time. <laughs> I don't care how thick that beard is, man. Wait, does you do not tell me what to do? Does Brana's standard? A uh, non-regional Russian accent get better the second time I watch. It's really it is excellent. The same I think Russian it's good. Accent. Have you not been to the UN? That sounds like the hallways at the UN to me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, at least it's not accent. Malkovich. Oh no! Right, no, that's for sure. But it's the same accent he used in the in the, the Jason Bourne movie with Chris Pine. Like it's the same same accent. You're like, oh, this is just all he does for Russian. There's no regional dialect or anything. And he's a Brit. Like Brits are super crazy about their accents of uh, when people do them from a certain region. If you don't get it right, they come after you like crazy. So Please. I just found that to be surprising. You know, for Brana. If Brana heard your criticism, he'd be like, you just don't get it. Yeah, oh. probably. You just don't get it. What I'm doing here? It's nuanced. I took it from <laughs> this guy Yuri. I know, and Yuri. then I, I guess I've met a, quite a few Russians in my day. <laughs> hey, um, just like just like Udonis Haslam, they call him <laughs> Bronowski. That's a basketball reference. I apologize. Oh. Right uh, over my head. Sorry, Blair. <laughs> there's a a player that got in trouble for. Uh, saying an anti-Semitic slur, and one of his teammates is like, I got a lot of Jewish friends. I thought they just went to strip clubs and got in trouble. (laughs) He plays a lot of Call of Duty and uh, got in trouble in the chat for yelling at another player. He gets very aggressive, apparently, when he plays Call of Duty Myers Leonard. He seems like an aggressive dude anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. He's a a bro. (laughs) In in sometimes the wrong sense of the word. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. He was shotgunning beers. He was taking on anybody that was shotgun beers with him down in Orlando. So they had the bubble in Orlando where the players all went to finish the season last year. And he's down by the pool, like, bring it on. I'll take all of you. He's the only real true bro in the NBA. He's he's a Russian basketball player? No, No, no. he looks Russian, though. He could be Ivan Drago's brother. He could. He's a big, huge, uh, you know, dude. It's, yeah. it's he's an interesting character, but yeah, like, anyway. I'm not starting anyway. I'm a shotgun and beers, man. Uh, uh, 
All right. What's the second part of the question, brother? So the second part from Michael is when listening to music, radio, Spotify, or iTunes, which songs make you turn it up to jam out? Every time he hears Led Zeppelin, Immigrant Song, Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Rights, and every Robert Palmer Power Station song. That's a ballsy statement. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Thanks for answering my questions. Be blessed, brothers. Michael D. Uh, you had me until power. I can do it with beasties. <laughs> I can do it with Zeph. <laughs> you throw in power station and be like, oh, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes a little, Mike. You might that's be showing that, your age very specifically Matt, growing up that, in the Midwest. That's that meme with the baby going, oh, and then stomping out of the room. Like, you had me. Yeah. I was there. And then you said power station. I don't know about the power station. Uh, if I haven't heard Journey in a while, I could do that with Journey. Oh, yeah, Journey's great. Oh but my if God. they get played a lot. So if I've heard, you know, don't stop yeah. leaving five times in the week, like I don't need to crank it. Separate Ways is mine. That's my jam. Separate Ways. I fucking love that. It just starts on. The 80s were great because we all thought we were going to die from a nuclear bomb at any moment. So all the songs are like, this is the end of the fucking world. And so all these songs that were great, big sounds of the 80s. I loved it. Like Power Station Mega Gong. I just don't know I'm how you sorry. choose. Michael, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean to laugh, but Power Station. I mean, I, I think you could cherry pick single songs from tons of different bands that we all Yeah, sure. Oh you don't sure. know and Please. love. Please. <laughs> true, very true. Why I think it's you? more fun to be like, which which group comes on? Do you turn down? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Nickelback. Turn Nickelback? Away. Sure. Nickelback's sure. pretty good, though. I like them occasionally. <laughs> but they're good at down. what they do. They're good yeah. at what they do. If somebody, somebody's got to tell me one day what they do, and then maybe I'll appreciate it. I, you know, make, meat make and potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> meat and potatoes, generic rock music. That's what they make, and they're good at it. It's nondescript as hell. That's for sure. Yeah, but they've got a hook. I mean, that's kind of all you really need. I was thinking about that with Smash Mouth the other day. The fact that they made that. You're an all-star specifically to try and get a Nike commercial or sell it to Gatorade. And Smart. ultimately, yeah, it was. Yeah. But like the fact that Smash Smash Mouth was a thing for a while. Smash Mouth. Yeah. Sadly, but, it ended up being in a progressive commercial, not a Nike commercial. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they had a time they had Shrek. Yeah. As right. a movie release. So like it had a run. Uh, it did. They did. That's for sure. It does what it does. Like if Tom Sawyer comes on, I turn that down. Down. Fuck you. I turn that up. Tom Sawyer like, is the shit, man. Wow. I've heard it seven billion times. It gets could, old after a while. Too. You're a Thank you. insane. <laughs> well, you didn't you didn't spend any time in the Midwest where there's three radio stations, one's country and the other two are classic rock. And you're like, I'm hearing Tom Sawyer at least three times today. What do you think there was in what? Virginia? That's all it was. Those three stations and then three black stations, and that was it. That's all wow, you had, you had black stations. Yeah, we did. We had some R B stations. They well, were good. Get ready for Rush. Here comes Tom Sawyer, guys. <laughs> I can't. That one and another one bites the dust from Queen every single fucking time. Sure, I can do that one. Boom, boom, boom. Bad uh, company, I'm good. I don't need oh, to ever hear again. Yeah, I'm good with that. What about Van Halen? What about Jump or... Yeah, I don't hear him that often, so yes. Okay, all right. What about you, Blair? What do you got? Uh, my favorite bands are Eyes Against, so anything by them. I turn way yeah. up. Same thing with the Treyu. I love Doomsday. If you ever heard that song, wow. That song okay, I know. I know what you listen to now. All right, there's two. <laughs> yeah, so uh, those those are the big two for me, I guess. 
I've never even heard of these groups. Oh, uh, Rise Against, against Chicago based, and yeah, Rise Against. Yeah, okay. uh, there's also a, a, I don't know if he was like a Treyu. A Treyu is um, from Southern California. Okay, so um, but they're more like heavy metal type. Oh yeah, uh, hard I'm rock. Not, I'm not in. Hard, yeah, I'd say hard I rock. I grew up with a guy in Virginia who constantly tried to get me into heavy metal. He was from West Virginia, actually, Matt, from, from Morgantown. Mm-hmm. Heavy metal's he great, moved. man. Yeah, he got me. He tried to get me into Judas Priest, tried to sure. get me into Iron Maiden, tried sure. to get me into Metal Church, early death before they did Hysteria. Rob um, Zombie? No. I, I, I grew up past that by the time. Ah. <laughs> but that was like early, early heavy metal. He was trying you ever to listen to Ministry? I used to listen to Ministry. Oh, Ministry. Yeah, yeah. Fucking love them. Pantera, uh, <laughs> obviously Metallica, Megadeth. Right. Um, ACDC counts, doesn't it? Like early ACDC? They're not, eh, not, they're heavy? not heavy metal. Okay. All right. All right. They're as hard rock as hard rock gets. Okay. All right. Uh, An older band I always turn up to is Pink Floyd. Any song by them, mm. I still like the wall yeah. and money by them. Yeah. So, money comfortably uh, numb is my is that's mm-hmm. one of those. I don't dive into the Floyd stuff too much. Certainly, the later stuff that was more mainstream, I enjoyed. But um, yeah, there's nothing the wrong. Like Division Bell is a great album. <laughs> the um, older stuff though, but like comfortably numb. I mean, the Van Morrison live version is incredible. Bruce Hornsby does a version. A piano that he did with, I think, the Grateful Dead. It's fucking excellent. So that I don't think you I've can fuck that. up that song. It's one of those unfuckable songs. It's <sighs> so good. Well, you've heard two good versions from two excellent musicians. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fuck that up. <laughs> it's maybe such Nickel, a great song. Maybe Nickelback will fuck that up. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> or make like it Canadian great. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that seems kind of it's close to their wheelhouse. It's a little spacier, but they will happily slow down for a minute. What about rap? Is there any rap you turn up? Any rap song that comes on that you turn up? Because it's got to be something. Um, well, I mean, he brought up Beasties. Oh, yeah. Yes. He brought up Beasties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to uh, Beasties. Let's see. Eminem, oh. Talib okay. Kweli, uh, okay. some Kanye. Yeah. Um, I like some Ghetto Boys, Ice Cube. Okay. Dre yeah. and Snoop on that first Chronic. Oh yeah, nothing but a G thing is it? That's what. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then it's like selective here and there. From I love this song from this artist and this one from this. Yeah. Um, Wu Tang. Oh yeah, Wu Tang. Cream is fucking excellent. Or uh, Triumph. Or yeah, break got, your neck. Break your neck is good too, dude. Yeah. Enter them thirty six chambers, baby. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. What about uh, you, Blair? Any rap in your beard? No, I don't listen to rap that often. If I do, it's from a friend, and I can't remember any artists except Eminem. So, oh, fair enough. <laughs> I, I've oh. got like my first friend in high school that got his license. You're forced to listen to whatever music he mm-hmm. wants to listen to because he's got a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, and he also he used to go to Florida yeah. in the summers, and he came back, and he had this this bullshit. Got it in Fort Lauderdale, but we were all impressed. Sound system type of thing, like this. <laughs> Those big cylindrical subwoofers, and he put in new six by nines in the back, and we were all like, "Hell yeah, man, this is awesome!" But he was doing, yeah, let's do a lot of rap and Offspring. Offspring, I turned out. It's come up before. I fucking hate Offspring. Oh god, yeah. Uh, But yeah, he loved Offspring, and then the weirdest rap. I've heard so many obscure artists. Oh, this guy's from, you know, the Panhandle of Florida. He's underground. What? What are we talking about right now? 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, wow. Um, all right. Uh, well, his first question, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good one, Mike. Thank you, Michael. Uh, all right, let's go to the next one. That is from Ben Cartwright. He says, hi, John and Matt. In the last week, I have watched Mary, Queen of Scots, and Little Women, and there is no denying Shirley Ronan is an exceptional talent. Uh, like most, I'm certain there is an Oscar in her future. For sure, she's been nominated. So my question is, what other young-ish actor-actresses do you see with an Oscar in their future? Perhaps Michael B. Jordan, John Boyega. And secondly, what older actor <laughs> would you like to see win one? I personally think Steve Carell has an Oscar in his future if the right role comes along. Stay safe and thanks for all the content. Ben Cartwright. Um, all right, Matt, what do you got? A uh, young one, I think, for sure, is uh, uh, Chalamet. Oh, Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, I could see that. He's going to yeah, get one. Good. Yeah. Because he's already shown the range... Uh, with doing something like The King. Mm. Oh, my God. I know. To Call Me By Your Name. To, okay. I can't remember the name of the one where he was on drugs and Steve Carell was his dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carell, uh, beautiful Boy. Beautiful, beautiful boy. boy. Yep. I knew it was Boy something. Oh, look at Blair. Look at Blair. Come there was like three of those that came out that year. <laughs> yeah, there were. And there was sure. the Julia Roberts one. Right. Right. And then they turned that, in essence, to a TV show that I didn't watch. Different title, but yeah. seems like it has the same gist. Uh but yeah, he's shown so much range. And then doing comedy on SNL, mm -hmm. a couple of those sketches did well online. So he's got oh, he's got some comedy chops in there too. So enough range, but yeah. The coronavirus one was hilarious. Oh my God. Um I yeah, saw yeah, the, the rapper one. Oh yeah, the white rappers. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, so ridiculously true. Yeah. And then, would, it, and then it got huge on TikTok the next couple of days. Of course. Of course. I would throw Florence Pugh in there. Florence Pugh is yeah, absolutely going to get herself an Oscar. I mean, if you watch her in Little Women, you watch her in even that TV series, Little Drama Girl. If you watch her in any of the stuff that she's done, uh, Fighting With My Family, she's great as Paige in Fighting With My Family. So her range is all over the place in, in, in the best ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think it's only a matter of time before she has multiple uh, Oscars. Sorcerer Ronan, too. I mean, eventually they will hand her start handing her statuettes. And, and as the Academy gets younger, as more women become part of the voting body, as more people of color and diversity becomes the voting body, mm -hmm. they will absolutely be more people like that getting awards over the standard dinosaurs like Meryl Streep and uh, other people that come along and, and get Dude, those the nominations. You can't talk about Meryl like that. Call oh, her a dinosaur, bro. I'm, she's been around a long time. It's just like she's not that old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, listen to you. That was like three or four more Oscars in it. Ah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Put it this way. Would you still sleep with Meryl Streep? I, I don't even look, look at it like that. I, I've never, I, I didn't ask if you looked at it like okay. that. That's a point blank question. I, no, I, I've never thought of her like that. So, no, I would say the answer is no. Okay. Well, the answer uh, for me is yes, which does not make her a dinosaur. So, <laughs> there you go, Meryl. That's, it's the enough. crassest, but one of the better compliments. Um, um, 1950. She is, she's born in 49. So, what's that make her? 72? 72. The age right. is nothing but a number, baby. That's true. That's true. Lord knows I'm you the can kid. still move. Uh, yeah, she can get it done. Exactly. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> me, Blair. Um, what about think, you, Blair? What do you got? A young person? Oh, sorry, my Matt, no, no, please, you? please, we Blair. Yeah. Uh, well, the young. I don't know how young she is, but I want Emma Watson to win an Oscar one day. I oh, think she's okay. a great actress and little woman too, and I think she deserves deserves an Oscar if she does something that's right and delivers for it. So, okay. All right. 
I got one that kind of fits both bills, technically. Okay. okay. So to us, they're a young actor, but they're an older individual. I think Pedro Pascal's got an Oscar in him somewhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pedro, absolutely. I mean, don't judge him from that Wonder Woman film. Other stuff. No. I, I th- well, because he'll get supporting shots more than likely. Mm-hmm. Excel at that, like a Sam Rockwell kind of path. Oh. He's yeah. just, he's got the chops and he's also got the charm, which means we're going to want to see him and he's going to continue to get shots and he's pr- pretty much always good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Wonder Woman, but I don't blame him for that. Yeah. You know, he made I, a choice. There was a lot of weird choices. I just watched. Uh... The 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Did you know oh, Sam Rockwell was in that? Yeah, yeah. The Pugs. Really? Really? I didn't so know that. Young. Didn't so know young that. in that movie. It's incredible. Wow. Dude, how, <laughs> how, first. how awful was, was it? Uh, I fell asleep during it. It can still be entertainingly awful. Right. Yeah. Right. I knew it was bad when I was a kid. It was still better than the others, but it, you know, there's no way that thing holds up. No, it was on HBO Max, and I felt like, oh, I haven't seen this since. And you were like, I was a HBO kid, so. minus. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, the most childish pun I can come up with. <laughs> suck it. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the perfect. Uh, When's your girlfriend coming over? Uh, there, uh, <laughs> you guys doing a little HBO and minus, honey? Up top. Up top, no Netflix and chill over here. Uh, you guys need some beer? I can get you some beer. <laughs> um, here's some names Jake Gyllenhaal's never won an Oscar, he's only 40 years old. He's sure. destined to get with Tom Hardy as well, only 43. Sure. Fastbender, only 43. Uh, McGregor is about to be 50. I imagine he'll get one at some point. McAvoy, 41, has never been nominated. Uh, so that would be interesting to see him get one on the younger side of things on the older side of things, Michael Keaton, I think, God, I would love to see him get one. Malkovich has never gotten one. I think he still might be in play. Ed Harris has never gotten one. He should be in play. Uh, I think overall and, um, Edward Norton's a possibility. Ray Fiennes has never won either. And Rafe is an excellent, excellent actor. Um, and Willem Dafoe and Ian McClellan are also or McKellen rather are also one other ones that you can think of. Really, Ray Fiennes has never won. Never won. He's been nominated. He's never won. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, All the others are like, yeah, 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 totally. Never yeah, won. An English patient. He's been nominated for both of those films, but never won. Kind of crazy. That is beyond crazy. That dude is awesome. Depp's an interesting situation because I mean, everyone's turned on him because all that stuff with Amber Heard. Uh, which, by the way, none of us were there for any of that. So who knows? Yeah, you know, seems you like can, they both were not a good match. Clearly, beautifully put. <laughs> beautifully put. That's the. I mean, I like, couldn't think of a way to end that sentence, and that was the. I, honestly, <laughs> my plane was on fire. Like I lost one engine. One looked like it was about to blow, and you're like, "Ta-da! Perfect ten. Good for you." <laughs> Good for you. They were not a match made in heaven. Let's no, put it that way. Just not a good match at all. And you know, uh, when you're with someone who's not the right person for you, the worst parts of your nature come out. Uh, and I think that I think all I don't think a lot of people listening have been in those shitty relationships, and you're not proud of some of the stuff. I don't know about that shitty. You did or said, <laughs> yeah, well, no, right? Fair. It's relative, oh obviously. Relative. Reading the transcripts, and you're like, they're oh God, it's monsters among us. Yeah, really. Your your uh, eyes are melting out of your face like what's his face and Raiders. But I, I think eventually once 
once we once a little more time passes, I think just like they did with Gibson when they nominated for best director, like eventually yeah. Hollywood will bring Depp back around because he's a talented actor and he's damn good at what he does. Yeah, and then he'll be back and, in, in the mix. Yeah, I, I just I, I believe you're correct, and I'm just gonna leave it there. How about that? Fair uh, enough. What about you, um, brother? You got any older actors? Or yeah, I want I want John Cusack to win an Oscar. He's my <laughs> favorite actor since like. Since I was wow. a kid, and he deserves one. I loved all his movies, and mm. you get him the right movie and comes back to Hollywood. I think he can win one. So, the what, in your opinion, has he done so far that's been Oscar worthy? Ooh, fourteen oh eight. I think he deserves oh, a nomination okay. for. Interesting right. um, choice. It's a great movie. High fidelity. I think he deserved maybe depending on the year. The people that one it. had a shot. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people liked him in that one. That's for sure. More of it, like nineties early 2000s roles but not now because it's all direct to video and yeah he's taking shitty roles but he's doing the other opposite end of the spectrum of movies that uh, bruce willis does yeah. well yeah he's teaming with nicholas cage in these movies now and yeah i love them but they're not oscar worthy so no, no yeah have you seen the uh, the new trailer for uh bruce willis's cosmic sin <laughs> No. Oh, Jesus. No. I was on Metacritic trying to find a new TV show and I saw that and I was like, well, it's him and Frank Grillo. And I watched the trailer and I never watched trailers. And it starts off and you're like, interesting. And then it just looks so generic. And we're talking about a fucking trailer. So for 10 minutes, it looked unique. Or not 10 minutes, 10 seconds. And then for a buck 43 thereafter, it's like, this seems like recycled plot from this, 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 and this. And he looks tired. So. <laughs> I don't have high expectations for Cosmic Sin. If I know one actor who will never win an Oscar now, it's probably Bruce Willis. So I don't know, um, man. I don't know the right role. If he got yeah. he gets rescued like John Travolta, like Pulp Fiction 2.0. Yeah. Plus, as uh, he gets older, he's gonna age into these grandpa roles, and you just <laughs> never know. Yeah. I mean, like, like a Nick, like Nicholson and about Schmidt. You know, you don't see that coming from a mile away when you watch that movie. You're like, wow, that's what, incredible. What if you know? Because Joker's now won twice. What about Bruce hmm. Willis's Dark Knight, where he comes back as the grizzled old man? Wow. Dark Knight yeah, turns like the old. Yeah, Dark it's just fucking one last hurrah type of thing. Like, I could see him getting potentially nominated for, so long as it's good enough. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's hit and miss from DC, in my opinion. Yeah. Robin. (laughs) It could be, but I don't know. It's just like a a thought. There's an easy one for you to come back and it makes a lot of money, which it seems like you like to have your movies do. Cusack's curious, though. It's a great point you bring up, Blair, because he's kind of spun out from where he was for a while in this mainstream area. And he was kind of. But now he's become more of a political person on social media. Yeah. He rarely yeah. does the films. They usually go straight to DVD or straight to streaming. Uh, and they're not of the highest quality. And you wonder why that is. What is it he, about? Because, I mean, the rumor is... And, go ahead, yeah. He's come out and said that he, like, hates Hollywood and, like, the studio system mm-hmm. and all that. So you can't really get anywhere if you come out and say stuff like that. Well, that's true, I but then and don't go off and do shitty movies that go straight to DVD because you can't holly, you can't hate it that much he, if you're still coming back to the trough to get some yeah. water. You know? And I think he hates the system because he doesn't get offered the parts that he wants. Boom. So, and I, it's, you know, he had a couple I mean, of flops or something and he burned yeah. his bridge at the whatever. I don't know. It's like the control he doesn't have over the movie, too. I think he doesn't like. Like, War yeah. Inc. was terrible and everyone, like, said it was bad and all that. I think he took that personally and 
kind of shut everyone off from there. It seems yeah. like yeah. that's why I think it's going to be tough for like somebody like Ed Norton. It's like ah, you've you've burned a Great lot acting. of bridges in this town. <laughs> yeah. Um, from what I've read. Yeah. But what the hell do I know? <laughs> yeah, it could be all lies. You know, big huge propaganda. They're out to get you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do, you think, do you think Steve Carell has an Oscar in his future? I think we had an apex with Foxcatcher, and I just don't think there's anything out there coming in the next few years that I can see that I would see him doing that. I think going back down to Apple TV or TV series, I think that's where Steve will do his best work as an actor. But overall, dude. I don't see him getting... Slandering Carell calling Streep a dinosaur, dude? Just not to... <laughs> They were going to be guests the next two weeks. Oh, were they really? Yeah. I had reached out on Twitter and they're like, love it. And I was surprised. I knew your birthday's coming up. He's like, hey, you were surprised. I didn't think they would respond. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's further proof of Steve Carell's responding to our little. Podcast. I got him and Streep. How oh, dare you? Boom. Boom. Uh, I think he's got it in him just because he's shown it before, but that's me personally. I love him and that and the big show. Oh, I agree. Room. Uh, yeah, he's got it in him. I just don't see any roles coming down the pike that he would necessarily slide. Maybe into, not. But, but independent know. films, he's done in the past. He could do again and get nominated again. Yeah, we mentioned Beautiful Boy. He was damn good in that. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. You got Little Miss Sunshine and mm. uh, Dan in Real Life. Did he? Dan in Real Life, right? Yeah. But did he get? Was there any kind of buzz around that one? I don't. Know I don't really. know. But maybe you're right. Maybe I'm completely wrong. And as you bring up more and more movies. Certainly, uh, it seems like he certainly has the pedigree. He's got the chops. chops. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the chops. Nothing else. Um, All right. We're at the 33 minute mark. Do you want to wrap it up or try one more? Uh, I don't care. Dealer's choice. What do you want, Blair? What do you say, Blair? Do one more. All right. We'll do one more, Matt. Run it back. (laughs) One more. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, Ben Cartwright. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Last one comes from Jay Scott, St. Clair. Yes. Says, Boo my A, boys. Your proud listener and patron, Jay Scotty St. Clair, presents ye with a question. It's already long after Groundhog Day, but the eponymous Bill Murray classic got me thinking. If you were trapped in a time loop with seemingly similar rules and parameters, which day from your actual life would you choose to relive on repeat, as well as which fictional day from the world of entertainment? Thanks for the consistent quality content and entertainment. Deuces. <laughs> deuces. I don't know what the deuces is, but I like it. <laughs> That's how you close a fucking email. Deuces. Is that peace? Is that peace. what that means? Yeah. Peace. I always I'm think out. it means it's the nicer way of saying peace, bitches. I've never heard anybody say deuces too much. Really? Oh, wow. To you, probably, but I've heard deuces before. Um. All right. Uh, Which day from your actual life would you Actual choose? life or, or how about this? Is there a fictional day? You know what I would love to have seen is this type of thing in history. What does that mean? Fictional day. Well, like uh, uh, the day Caesar crossed the Tiber, like pick a random event. Wait, but that's a real day. It's not fictional. Like in the past. I'm sorry. A, a historical. Cause he, I brought up uh, entertainment, but he also brought up uh, something from your life. I think there's something from your life. You know, there's a lot. I thought he was trying to say fictional day from a movie, like a fictional day in a movie. Did I misread that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we can answer it either way we want. It's our fucking show. So, well, uh, which day from your actual life? Yeah, and then, and then which fictional day from the world of entertainment are his? That's two? what I mean. Yeah, and fictional I, day. Does that mean a day in a movie where the characters? I guess. Are yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, in a movie, <laughs> I'd want to go to the Passion of the Christ. What? You see the miracles Jesus did in person, so I can oh, believe okay. in all that. Like. 
actually see what happened and all that. <laughs> so, okay. Sure. I want to see some magic. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think he performs any miracles in that movie, dude. It's like he gets well, captured and then beat for two hours and then crucified. <laughs> yeah, but that's not in that movie. <laughs> Fine, the no. party of the Red Sea. Then, whenever that happened, oh, well, that's Mo- that, wasn't, that was Moses. But I, I'm down with that. I'm down. Okay. I see burning bush. Well, yeah. you can see him turn water into wine. Walk yeah. on water. You know the yeah. loaves yeah. of bread. Uh, he's got, you know, miracles. Whatever to day from. those took place, I'll go to. That is tough. <laughs> I would love just love is a strong word. I can't visually understand what those massive. Aztec sacrifices were like. Oh. Where they would take people's hearts out mm-hmm. as a sacrifice to the sun and the, on the big temple and all that. You know, what they try and show in Apocalypto. Mm-hmm. But the, just what that atmosphere, because it doesn't make sense. We don't experience anything remotely close to that. You can't look at video footage of it. So you have to kind of conjure in yeah. your head what people must have been like. Was there a festive mood leading up to it? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're celebratory because they want to make, they want to please the God. Yeah, there's just so many questions. Like, I don't know where to begin to try and formulate what that must have been like. That is a an alien experience amongst my life. Yeah. This is this is Groundhog's Day. So, do you want to see that every day of your life? That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, I'm I'm trying to re- rethink my answer now. I'm like, uh, I need like a happy, yeah, joyful time. And um, oh, man, I don't know. So, I've got one day that I'd want to relive. Yeah, my personal, I don't think that there is just one specific. There's so many good ones. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, mm. Let's see. So what fictional, what was a badass thing that happened in a movie? But you got to relive it every day. Would you relive who, like Hoosiers winning that game at the end? Ooh, or Miracle on Ice. Miracle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a yeah, but okay. you see it every day, so it loses all its luster. Oh, you right. Can, you can change it, can't you? Yeah, can yeah. you intervene? Can, can you affect the outcome of what happens on the ice? You get to. I mean, if you get on the ice, if you yeah, run maybe the field, once, but are you going to do that every time? You know what I mean? Eventually, you're like, yeah, of course we score. Are you trained to be an excellent hockey player every day, and then get on the team, and then? Yeah, but that's more than one day. There. You can do all that in one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, oh, here's my answer. Spending 24 hours with Elizabeth Shue in cocktail, being Tom Cruise in that, in that, that's what I would like. 24 hours with Elizabeth Shue in Hawaii in cocktail, falling in love with her, having a phenomenal day. That's the perfect day from the world. Not bad, in my opinion, because uh, I had such a crush on her in the 80s, and that those scenes in Hawaii or wherever they're at, whatever tropical paradise they're at, are great. Come on, man, and, they're in the Bahamas, baby. Are they in the Bahamas? Or thank you, dude. Kokomo. That's right. Fair enough. Take me to do you you remember the fucking I didn't even song? know there were lyrics in that song, but all right, fair enough. But the Beach like, Boy song you do. Uh, maybe. All right, but I didn't pay attention. But yes, that that's my perfect day. Spending twenty four hours with Elizabeth Shue in the Bahamas, meeting her and falling in love with her throughout the day. Absolutely. With that, I think I'll go to Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. Ooh. And I'll just be with Natalie Portman on that island all day, every day. <laughs> Riding what are they what are they riding there? I don't even know, but I love it. <laughs> oh, when they're out in the field and yeah, you see creatures. all the new animals. All right, sure, sure. Right. I'm not gonna weird live out some weird cinematic kink with you guys. You know what I mean? That that one's <laughs> with me. You guys enjoy exposing your cinematic fetishes. That's fine. <laughs> but I did say that I would sleep with Meryl Streep, so we're all in the same boat here. You there know? you go. There you go. Uh, 
All right. Uh, all right. That was a good suggestion to answer one more question. <laughs> so thank you so much uh, uh, to uh, to uh, uh, Jay Scotty St. Clair, a guy I've gotten to know over on the Outlaw Nation as well. Such a great guy. Uh, all right. Thank you all so much for sending in your questions uh, and all the stuff that you do here for us on the channel and uh, on the show for the top 10. And thanks to Blair Simpson for joining us live today. So much fun having you, brother. Yeah, of course. Uh, can't wait for season two of The Golden Ticket. Um, if, if anyone wa- wants, I have a YouTube channel, too, at Blair Simpson. Oh. If anyone wants to watch that. Um, nothing else to plug because I hate Instagram and Twitter and all that. So okay, there's just and a YouTube channel if anyone's interested. It's YouTube.com forward slash Blair Simpson? Yes. Okay. Perfect. What what do you do on that YouTube channel? So people just review it. movies. I just started like two weeks ago, and I was like, oh, oh. I got nothing else going on. So okay, why not? Nice. Yeah. Well, Watch good luck new to you. Crappy movies every week. Nice. Rise against <laughs> album reviews, dude. Guys, this is my favorite banger right here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, NBA commentary, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm tuning in. <laughs> That's uh, brilliant. Well, good luck on the channel, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah definitely, brother. It's good seeing you. Glad you're, you know, happy, healthy, safe, and all that jazz. Enjoy the West yes, Coast. Too. It's lovely. Yeah, and thanks I'll be moving again soon. So I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks again for helping us on Golden. Yeah, Day. of course. Yeah, see you later, guys. Measurable, as Matt said. All right. Later, uh, thank you, Blair. Take care, brother. Yeah. Much love to you. All right, that was Blair Simpson, Matt. We had a fun time with him. Uh, let's uh, let's get the hell on out of here. Uh, what do you want to tell him? Um, thanks, uh, Blair, for coming on. If you want to join and uh, be a patron, please head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10. Uh, you get access to this show. Uh, we have our main show where you can uh, join us in the chat over there when we record that twice a month. Uh, and, uh, you know, create other perks just like we finished the golden ticket. And... Please head over there and join us, and you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. Yeah, and if you enjoyed Blair uh, on the channel, come on in for the Golden Ticket. At $10 and above, get to participate in the next season of the Golden Ticket. So get in now as a patron, and you will be selected, and hopefully, and maybe you'll you know kind of impress us, uh, and you might get a chance to be on Topic Thunder in the future and answer some of the questions from your fellow patrons here on the Top 10 uh, uh, show and channel. So, all right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. You can follow me at The Roka Says, and we'll talk to you next time for another brand-new episode of Topic Thunder.